already messed this up. Uh, can we start again? I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't worry, Lana. We'll make it work on this special episode of Unblock. Welcome back to Unblock. Today we have two guests to talk to us about IBM's blockchain platform upcoming managed order service. From the IBM blockchain offering team, we have Lana Strashkova. And from the IBM blockchain expert labs, we have Ricardo Olivieri. And now without further delay, here's Lana. Hi, Miguel. Sure. Thank you for having me. Um, so I am an offering manager on IBM blockchain platform team. Um, although I'm part of the product group, my um, my main focus is blockchain expert lab services. Ah, oh, great, great. So what is expert labs services? Expert labs is a team of architects responsible for IBM blockchain platform adoption services. Uh, so the type of services that help our clients um, to give our clients the knowledge and support that they need to get started with the platform. Okay. Just to give you a few examples, Expert Labs um, help our clients to deploy and configure the, plat the platform, as well as to um, provide health checks and performance assessments for blockchain networks that are already deployed. Great, great. So uh, just to be clear, IBM Blockchain Platform or IBP, you may hear both of those terms being uh, being mentioned in, the, in this episode, um, but IBP is available through IBM Cloud as a service, or it's also available as software for implementation by the customer, either on-premise or on their own cloud of choice. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. We offer both versions. We have SaaS and software and blockchain expert labs, you know, obviously can help with, with either. Perfect. Uh, so I hear you're in New York City. I know you're in New York City. Uh, social distancing is on right now. It's pretty stressful, at least for us in Texas. So I cannot imagine uh, how New York City is feeling. Uh, how, how is it treating you so far? Yeah, um, definitely practicing social distancing <laughs> for the past couple of weeks. Um, confined in my apartment, um, hoping that it's going to be <laughs> over soon and we can go outside and enjoy the nice weather. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it happened at the worst time because this is, uh, this is in, in Texas, obviously it gets really hot during the summer. So, uh, right now it's our pr premium weather, right? Like it's beautiful. It's California yeah. weather without the taxes. That's what I usually say. Yeah, for sure. It springs <laughs> in the air and we want to go outside, but Yeah, yeah. So uh, I hear even though you're, you're, you know, basically locked in at home, uh, there's a couple of items keeping you busy. And one of them is the ma managed ordering uh, plan. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, managed order. It's a new plan that I'm working on introducing. Uh, it's going to be a SaaS version, orderable through IBM Cloud Catalog um, by mostly for now, our existing IDP clients. Great, great. And uh, so can you explain a little bit of what the plan is going to be? And when does it come? When is it valuable for customers to consider it? Sure. So basically, um, uh, ordering service, as you probably know, um, is part of a consensus process. 
uh, in Hyperledger Fabric, the framework underlying IBM blockchain platform. So we uh, quickly realized that our clients don't trust each other to manage this aspect of the consensus process themselves. And um, they do put more trust into a neutral third party, such as IBM. So therefore, we decided to kind of jump on this opportunity and to create this service uh, to our clients. Awesome. Awesome. So basically, um, instead of the members of the network having to deploy nodes and infrastructure in order to do the manage the, the ordering service themselves, IBM is taking a, taking that piece of the network and running it under on IBM cloud. Is that correct? And IBM is also responsible for HA and all the, all making sure that it's, uh, that it's up and running, uh, constantly. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. So we basically would deploy, you know, an IKS cluster, put an IBP platform on top of it and uh, provide monitoring, management, um, patch compliance and everything basically that the managed any other managed service would look like to our customers. That's awesome. Um, can you give us a, an example of, you know, when do you foresee the customers uh, starting to use this uh, this new plan? So, Miguel, as you know, we are, um, you know, transitioning our clients from the first version of IBP platform to the second version of IBP platform and um, managed ordering service was included with the first version. So now that we're migrating clients to the second version of the platform, uh, we anticipate, you know, more and more demand from those V1 customers for this type of service. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, uh, on version one, it was mostly a managed blockchain offering, right? So everything was kind of managed by I, by IBM Cloud. I think the the version two allows the customer to do a lot more customization and in, introduces being able to deploy wherever they want, uh, however they want. Um, but there was still a need for that ordering service itself to be managed by a third party, and that's where this is filling that gap. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. So the second version of, is a lot more customizable, but again, not everyone. We don't anticipate all our customers, you know, all our version one IBP customers to be interested in this service. Um, the managed order plan will be more in demand um, amongst networks that have, you know, high number of participants. And by high number, I mean more than seven. Okay. Um, and, and usually those are the networks that are a lot more developed and in production. Okay, perfect. And when is this service uh, gonna be available? So we are GAing on um, April 21st. Oh, wow. However, it will only be, as I said, uh, first of all, we don't anticipate um, any demand from smaller networks, but we're also making it available to a select group of customers. Um, we want to make sure that, you know, they get the most benefit out of it, and it's not really meant for um, all of our clients. Great, for various great. reasons. Yeah. So if if our customer is on version one and looking to migrate to version two, and if the network is big enough, then they may want to get some more information on this new plan. That's correct. They. Yeah, they should reach out to us for sure. Awesome. Well, Lana, thank you so much. I appreciate your time and uh, I hope uh, everything goes well with this new service. Thanks, Miguel. Thank you. 
That was Lana Strashkova, uh, offering manager for the IBM Blockchain Expert Labs. And now we have Ricardo Olivieri. He's an IBM senior technical staff member and part of the Blockchain Expert Labs. And he's going to talk to us a little bit in detail about the managed order service um, that Lana was referring to. Hey Miguel, thanks for having me. Um, I am a senior senior technical staff member at IBM. I've been working at IBM for over 20 years, and my background is mainly software engineering and development. And for the last um, two years and a few months, I've been doing um, blockchain um, development, mainly helping customers assess um, their use cases and determining if blockchain is a good fit for them or not. And then implementing those uh, first projects that are gonna let are gonna make them um, more knowledgeable uh, on blockchain technology. And in addition to that, lately I've been a lot of I've been involved um, with um, IBP, the product itself, uh, the IBM blockchain platform, helping customers with custom installations and figuring out problems that they run into while trying to use the the. Um, our product. Very cool, very cool. And by custom installations, you mean, I mean, traditionally, IBP has been offered on cloud, so as a SaaS uh, service, but uh, there's also uh, capabilities for customers to install it either on their own cloud or in on-premise. Is that correct? Um, yes, that's exactly what I meant by that. Um, most of the customers that are already IBM customers or cloud customers, I should say, they're going to go for the SaaS offering. But there's also another set of customers that, for whatever reason, they want to use their cloud provider or they want to install it on-prem. And we definitely support those type of environments as well. Awesome. And can you tell us a little bit about uh, some of the projects that you've been involved in? In many cases, it's been, I would say all of them, actually, it's been um, data sharing, right? Data sharing and, and executing transactions in a way that is tamper-proof, in a way that you can definitely go back and see clearly what was the organization um, that submitted a transaction um, and that wrote that record um, to the ledger so that other organizations could take advantage of that data and continue moving forward the business process. Perfect. So uh, I've been involved in projects that are related to, uh, for instance, news and photos to ensure that you can know that the media or asset that you're looking at has not been tampered with. That's an example, that's an example of a recent um, blockchain project that um, we had a few months ago. Another example will be around the insurance industry. Um, there's a process known as the data call that happens in every state. And we uh, implemented a first project that streamlines that process for collecting data from different um, insurance companies and sharing that data with a third party that is going to aggregate that data and then generate the report that needs to be um, delivered um, to the government of that state. Um, so it's been it's been uh, many different industries, yeah. um, health, um, insurance, uh, media, and so forth. Perfect, perfect, very cool. So you have a, a cross industry uh, knowledge on implementing blockchain, which is really interesting uh, for for our listeners. Um, so 
I know that some of the things that are keeping your uh, keeping you busy lately have been the the new feature coming out, or at least the new offering coming out uh, in in conjunction with IBP or IBM Blockchain Platform, which is called uh, Managed Ordering Service. Is that correct? Um, yes, that's the name of the of the plan that should be out um, um, soon. Correct. And what is what is the managed ordering service? So, so the managed ordering service it's uh, a new plan that is going to be available on the IBM Cloud for certain customers, and that is going to allow them to delegate um, the management and the hosting of the ordering nodes that are required within a hyperledger fabric network. Um, to, to be run by IBM. So IBM is going to be this neutral party that, that again, that is going to be hosting, running, and managing the ordering nodes for a particular network, as opposed to having one member of the network take that responsibility. Yeah. So so let's uh, let's step it up uh, one level. And can you tell me a little bit about what is the what is the response the responsibility of the ordering nodes or, or the of the ordering nodes? So, so in, in, in a very short, um, uh, a short answer would be the ordering service is responsible for processing the transaction proposal, transactional proposal responses and creating the blocks that are going to be added to the ledger and then distributing those blocks to the different peers, anchor peers um, that are part of the network. So it's a very important component. Again, it's the one that is handling um, and processing those responses that are received so that the next block can be um, created and added to the ledger. Very cool. So this is uh, this is a, a, an issue of trust when you have a network of multiple participants, right? Because it's this is such an important role of the of actually creating the blocks that are going to go in the ledger that there's also a trust issue between these participants who's going to manage you know those blocks that are going into into the ledger is that correct um yes you you, you could say that so imagine you have a network and traditionally the network founder meaning the the first member of the network it's the one that hosts or runs that service the ordering service uh, but now moving forward, given the new capabilities that you have in IBP version two, that doesn't need to be that doesn't need to be the case. So you could definitely have, um, for instance, uh, uh, a consortium organi- uh, an organization that is considered the consortium, and that organization can then um, run that ordering service, or you can delegate that to a neutral third party such as IBM to do that on behalf of the network. Very cool. So so part of what I I mean. So I mentioned the trust use case before or or just a minute ago, right? Um, but then another situation would be that none of the participants wants the responsibility to have the infrastructure or to pay for the infrastructure um, to have this up at, up 24-7. Is that correct? Because this, this is, so- I mean, this goes down and, and basically your network is down, right? Yeah, if all the nodes go down, then you have a problem. Right. <laughs> so yes, you're, you are you are correct. Um, for so, there, there's there are cases that yeah, that to your point, for some reason, maybe it's trust, um, maybe it's cost. Um, they don't want to take advantage of the new feature that is actually uh, available now, 
um, in Fabric and in IVP that you could actually distribute the ordering nodes across multiple members of the of the network. So that's one way of decentralizing um, the ownership of the ordering service. Okay. Um, but even with that feature, some organizations, some networks are like, well, we don't want to do that. We still want to um, delegate that to a neutral third party. And that's when this service becomes very valuable right. so that they don't have to do that within themselves, meaning they don't have to spread that workload within themselves. They can just delegate it to a third party in in, in the case that they want us to do so. Great, great. So basically, they manage uh, the op the ordering service would be run at, at IBM Cloud, and it doesn't matter what implementation they have. Um, their particular organization nodes, um, it it will work with the ordering service being in IBM Cloud. Um, yes, I mean it. it, it The client, the customer, uh, the organizations, they can have different um, configurations, meaning they can have any number of peers, any number of CAs, um, and they all can leverage um, the same ordering service. So let's say that you have a consortium, a business, a blockchain business network of 10 organizations, and each one of them, you know, they can have different configurations. There could be, of course, multiple channels and, and so forth. They all can leverage this um, um ordering service that is going to be hosted and run on behalf of that specific network. Oh, very cool. Very cool. So are there any concerns when a customer or a network is looking to uh, leverage this new service that they should look into? Uh, what do you mean by concerns? Uh, in this versioning case? or current implementations and extracting the ordering service from, from a current implementation, those, those type of things. Oh, gotcha. So, so the main the main audience that we're targeting, even though it's not exclusive to this specific example that I'm going to give you, but that's the main audience that um, we're targeting at the moment. And when I say targeting, maybe that's not the right word because this is actually coming from clients. It's not that something. It's not something that we're trying to sell to clients. Clients are asking for it. Um, are those the clients that are running on V1 that are transitioning to V2? Those are the main clients that are wanting to adopt. Um, and leverage this service. Okay. And for those clients that are using version one, there's an upgrade tool um, that IBM has uh, implemented that makes transitioning quite easy. And that um, tool allows you to migrate your current um, ordering service in B1, which uses Kafka to raft, and then to uh, it, it, it makes sure that you can create other nodes on the new environment And then you can decommission the the nodes that are running in B1. So again, there's a tool. Yes, there's a tool that is going to help those customers that are running on B1 to transition to B2 in a very seamless way. Very cool. So so let me let me repeat it back to you, and you let me know if I'm if I'm right or not, uh, or correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but basically, uh, when you when customers are migrating from B1 to the newer version uh, released last year. Of IVP, they can make the decision uh, in, in order to leverage this managed ordering service. Number one, uh, number two, there's some tooling around to help the migration process uh, from V1 to V2. And I think we're going to be talking to to Gotham, who has been spending a lot of time uh, on that migration uh, piece of it. Is that correct? Um, yes, yes, it is. Um, the tool it doesn't have features that are specific for the managed ordering service, but you can definitely use it 
um, to transition into using MOS, meaning an instance of the managed ordering service, if you choose to do so. And whenever that happens, um, I, we are going to have people from our team that are going to be helping the customer um, with this process. It's pretty straightforward, um, but definitely we recommend having someone from our team working with the customer when when using the tool in order to take advantage of the managed ordering service. Perfect. Perfect. And actually, you brought up the team. What is the team? So the team would be um, anyone from the Blockchain Labs team or from the Blockchain SRE team. Um, so we have we have those two main groups that are considered pretty much siblings, um, but either, either, either members of those teams can definitely help um, customers when transitioning to V2 and, and to start using the managed ordering service. Oh, perfect. So if a customer has questions on, the, on this service or just a migration process in general, who should they reach out to? Um, it depends. I mean, if it is specific about the managed ordering service, they can definitely reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to answer um, any questions. If, they, if the questions are very specific to migration, I could help or go then. Gotham could be definitely be the it's the main focal point for migration. All right, perfect, perfect. Well, Ricardo, thank you so much for being in the podcast, and I uh, I hope it uh, repeats itself. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, Miguel. Thank you for having me.